Hello and welcome to the podcast that brought us by subscribing and sharing. You can support us on Patreon and you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Joining me as always is my co-host. At the start of this recording, did it pick up both of our bellies rumbling? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, Craig! <laughs> yeah, I only had a bagel. Uh, yeah, I'm your host, Adam, and this is Guilty Pleasure Cinema. Adam and Craig's Guilty Pleasure. Adam and Craig's Guilty Pleasure. Adam and Craig's Guilty Pleasure Cinema. How you been, mate? You been alright? I've been good, buddy. Uh, <laughs> as a... Uh... As predicted a while back, the mm-hmm. second episode of our Halloween Spectacular uh, is coming in November. So as <laughs> as it goes, I've been busy. Yeah, we've uh, we kind of dropped the ball a little bit, and by we, I, I mean me. Um, so I I fucked off on holiday, <laughs> and uh, I had scheduled everything to release, and when I came back from holiday, uh, nothing got put up. So uh, my bad. So this is the two parts of our Halloween special. Uh, yeah. Probably, probably going to listen to this in fucking Christmas. Who knows? <laughs> speaking uh, of which, speaking of which, it's Christmas time coming up. We just had Halloween time. Mm-hmm. Nightmare Before Christmas. Halloween or Christmas movie? Uh, that's a good question. Why not both? Hey, why not both? I, that hot debate that I was ready to have, why not both? <laughs> Thanks, yeah, Zoidberg. Uh, very much on the fence for that. Um, I think you can watch it as both. Uh, I used to religiously... I think I've always said, said this before on the podcast that I would watch that always on Christmas Eve to help me fall asleep. Oh, because it's really boring? No, I, I really <laughs> like the movie. It's just, like, it's just something to take your mind off once you've seen something like a hundred times. It's, like, it's just uh, it's like a comfy blanket. Full disclosure, I've seen exactly twice. What, the uh, Nightmare Before Christmas? Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas that he didn't direct. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, the, the director came out recently and sort of gave out about that, didn't he? Uh, yeah, sorry, when you said he came out, I thought you meant the other type. Um... <laughs> No, yeah, did he? Uh, is that is that a hot debate now? Who directed? Yeah, I think it because he's come out and just been like, look, because everyone knows it as Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas, and he's just yeah. like, I'm. I think he's got to a point now. Like, I fucking spent time directing a fucking you know stop motion fucking movie, and I mm. and he doesn't get any sort of dues for it. All right, well, uh, I, you know. I don't I can't remember his fucking name. That's how <laughs> Alan Spiegelman. Mm, yeah, it sounds about oh, right. Oh god, maybe. if I pull that out of thin air, hang on. Quick Google. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be nothing like Alan. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's nothing like Alan Spiegelman. Yeah, pulled that random name out of thin air, <laughs> Craig. Well done. Yeah, it was uh, it was Henry Selleck. <laughs> oh yes, of course it was. Who the fuck is? It doesn't matter who Alan Spiegelman is. Miguel hey, Sanchez. He's... He's nobody. Um, but we're not talking about a Christmas slash Halloween movie this year. We are talking about The Faculty. Yes, The, the Faculty. Originally titled The Feelers. Brilliant. The, uh, the 1998 R-rated movie. Uh, what do you know about it? Ah, oh, so much. So much. Um, Robert Rodriguez directed it. Mm-hmm, he did. It was... The last script was written by Kevin Williamson. Mm-hmm. And where do you know Kevin Williamson from? From Scream and yes. Scream Two and Scream Three, and I'm pretty sure I know what you did last summer. He did write and that. Scream Four. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Robert Rodriguez, uh, probably best known for Sin City, El Marachi, uh, Spy Kids One to Four, Dusk Till Dawn. 
Yeah, and uh, you're right, uh, Kevin Williamson. Uh, so he came on board uh, to kind of uh, punch up the the script from uh, David Wetcher and Bruce Kimmel. So, was Scream ninety seven? I think so. So this is at the time. Uh, Scream was nineteen ninety six. Ninety six. Okay. So uh, yeah. yeah, he he was the basically the kind of prototype for Joss Whedon. Yeah, I get what you mean by that. Yeah, the yickety-yak, clickety-clack um, kind of writer yeah. for teens. Yeah, so so to give you a little bit more of an idea about this, this movie was actually written in the 90, like 1990 uh, wow. by David Wetcher and Bruce Kimmel. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they tried to put out the script, no one bought it. Um, and it wasn't until after Scream that Miramax then bought the script and rushed it through into production. And then the Weinstein brothers, which obviously they will never mention again, uh, they brought in Kevin Williamson, who did all the, the Scream. I know we did last summer. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like there's a there's a a term which is a like we'll talk about in uh, one of the reviewers of this movie talks about it's like teen exploitation yeah the kind of okay. like that's the yeah that, that kind of vibe and it's like so Williamson came in and he was said to you know rewriting the dialogue and adding new characters to make it more in air quotes hip yeah well from what I remember this is a very hip film uh, mm. I enjoyed it when I was a teenager it's got a real who's who of cast it does. And so just to give you a bit of an idea, if you've never seen this movie before, um, this is about when a, a, a young gentleman called Casey Connor, who attends Harrington High School, uh, he's the newspaper photographer, when he witnesses the murder of a nurse and sees her alive again, he decides to investigate the bizarre happenings, which is a very weird so like you know, synopsis. That's not the movie. Yeah, exactly. Like, I was a bit is, like that. that. I read that and I said, like, of the movie. That, that's got nothing. It's almost like that's such a, a small part of the fucking movie movie yeah it doesn't explain fucking anything like that's going on yeah uh, no um but you said oh if you haven't seen this movie before yeah you wouldn't lead with that quick spoiler <laughs> alert for anybody who's ever seen either invasion of the body snatchers or mm, the thing yeah. you've seen this movie before yeah th- uh, we'll we'll definitely touch on that um but we'll uh, as we normally do roll trailer no more pencils no more books no more teachers, dirty looks. The students at Harrington High have always suspected their teachers were from another planet. Is this going to be on the test? This is the test. This time, they're right. Now, these six students won't just question authority. They'll have to destroy it. Critics are calling it hip and scary. A thrilling ride from beginning to end. The faculty. Please report to the principal's office. Cool. So you're you're right. Uh, this is definitely a, sort of like a mishmash movie. I would call it. It's it's almost like a, a homage. You know when we, we spoke about like the Matrix is kind of an influence on loads of different things and almost becomes its own thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was Darren Aronofsky that kind of made that initial assessment of the Matrix. He walked out and says, they've taken all of the kind of sci-fi stereotypes and mm. rolled them into one movie. Yeah, and they've they've done that with not only the themes and some of the and references in this movie, but also like from the cast. So should we should we do the cast and then maybe oh, sort of touch on yeah, some of that? yeah, here we go. 
yeah, I mean, do we want to take time, or can I just like rattle them off? Well, I'll, I'll, I've got the the main like this because there's actually I would say so many notable people in this. Yeah, I think we do have to kind of give it its, its dues. Can so I, I'll, I'll go through it and just then, quickly. There yeah. are so many notable people in this, mm. and one other guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> I know you know what I'm talking about because every time I've watched a film, I've been like, "What uh, happened to you, man?" Yeah, that seventy show. That was your. Pick, oh no, it? not that guy. Oh, not that guy. Oh no, because I know about? his name. Um, I'm talking about the guy, the the jock whose name I can't remember. Um, Are you talking who's... about uh, Sean? Sure. Man, uh, maybe. Uh, play the... Stan, the jock. Stan, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so let's start with the big guns, Elijah Wood. Uh, well, I'll say we'll we'll leave Elijah Wood to to the end. Um, okay. And we'll, we'll we'll cut through um, just so we can stick to the list so we don't skip it. Sure. Yeah. 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 Um, Georgiana uh, Brewster. Uh, yeah. She plays Delilah. Uh, she's the the popular girl, uh, probably best known as Mia in Fast and the Furious. It's her film debut. Nice. Um, yeah. This is a uh, this role. Delilah uh, was originally written for uh, uh, how do you pronounce her name? Uh, Christina. Christina Carpenter. Oh, yeah, Christi- uh, Charisma, Charisma it's Carpenter. Charisma, Charisma. I didn't yes. Know. Speaking uh, of Joss Whedon. Yeah, exactly. So she uh, turned it down because she felt the role was too similar to a character of Cordelia from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I'm pretty sure oh. Michelle Gellar uh, was um, she was tied to this movie at one point. Yeah. Yeah, that seems like something that. Yeah, uh, it feels like a choice that she would. Uh, she it feels like she'd be a casting director's choice. Yeah, I think so. Then uh, we've got uh, Claire Duvall. Uh, she yep. plays Stokely. She's like the goth girl. Um, she, I always confuse her with um, what's her name, uh, Faruza Bulk. Yeah, yeah, um, Faruza Bulk. Yeah, definitely. That's the right choice, and not Return to Oz. <laughs> mate, yeah, mate. That that movie, I um, completely forgot about. And a couple of weeks ago, I like popped up in my YouTube. I was like, oh fuck, I remember watching that. And then I kind of then I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll I'll check that out again, mate. It's fucked up. It's terrifying. Yeah, that movie is terrifying. That what's the like pumpkin scarecrow thing called? Oh, I can't remember. But, I, but it, that it, thing is terrifying. Mate, that the fucking the wheelers, the fucking yeah. guys on the fucking rollerblades, they're fucking a bit mental as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so she, yeah, she plays Stokely. <laughs> She's in She's All That, um, and she's in Girl Interrupted is the movie I most uh, notably yeah, great her for. Um, she's also in Ghosts of Mars, just a quick one. Oh, is she? Oh, yeah. That'll probably have to be an episode at some point. Oh, great movie. Um, so, yeah, who's next on the list? Uh, we've got Laura Harris. Uh, she plays uh, Mary Beth. Uh, she's uh. the new girl. <laughs> Um, I always get, uh, I just get confused with so many people in this movie because uh, I always think she's uh, Anna Faris. Oh, okay. From scary yeah. movie. From the scary movies, yes. Yeah, which is uh, kind of like you know you kind of think, oh yeah, maybe that's that kind of you know idea behind that. Um, and then you've got uh, Josh Harnett. Uh, he plays Hartnett. Hartnett. Yeah, you get pissed off when I mispronounce his name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All those times. So he's he plays Zeke. He's like the dropout stoner, um, and I yeah. always get him confused with good acting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. 
so uh, and then we've got uh, so we'll, we'll then throw in Elijah Wood who he's like the the nerd uh, he plays Casey uh, probably best known as Frodo and some absolute fucking dog shit movie called Grand Piano I knew that was coming <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, so we've had the the popular girl, the it girl. We've had the goth girl. We've had the the dropout stoner. We've had the jock. And all of them are gonna get detention together and realize they're all best yeah. friends. Yeah. No, is... wait, wait. There's aliens. There's aliens. Yeah, it's very Breakfast Club vibe, isn't it? It's very Breakfast Club. Um, but this, you know, whilst Breakfast Club is all of the uh, students and the janitor and the head teacher this has a mm. star-studded cast of teachers it does so let's jump on some of the, the faculty mm. uh, so you have uh, Salma Hayek uh, yeah, she plays do. Nose Rosa um, probably best known for me as uh, Rita Escobar from Wild Wild West <laughs> brilliant okay still for me it's from Dust Till Dawn of course of course Santanica Pandemonium you know I like to throw in the the, the curveball movie yeah um, oh she's also Frida from the movie Frida Yes, she is. Uh, the the mono bra. And yes. we've got uh, Fami Jan- Famke Janssen. Famke Janssen, just take the assist. <laughs> uh, she plays uh, Miss Elizabeth Burke. Uh, probably best known for us as Jean Grey in the X-Men. Or, or Xenia crazy- on the top. Yeah, the crazy Russian chick in Goldeneye. Um, yeah, she's a weird character in this. So she comes across as like quite meek. And there's a really kind of... There's a bit at the end of the movie where I'm a bit like, hang on a second, how's how's that worked out? Um, which we'll jump onto. Uh, I think you're talking about where she throws away her career, yes? <laughs> uh, there is that, yeah. Yes. Um, uh, there's Piper Laurie. Now, where do we know Piper Laurie from? Piper Laurie, I don't know. Um, oh, I you guess, should know. I guess some old movie, like older movie that's like oh. classic. Yes, you are on the right track. Uh, so she plays uh, Miss uh, Karen Olsen. I believe she's the drama teacher. She is Carrie from Carrie. She's the original Carrie. No. No, yeah. the original Carrie was Sissy Spacek. No, no, no. I'm wait, 100% sure. I I bet you a Coke that the original Carrie was Sissy Spacek. Could she have played Carrie's mother? All right, let's get this up. Carrie. Okay. Well, maybe I was wrong. <laughs> you owe me a cook. Maybe I owe you a cook. Yeah, she uh, she's not. She plays uh, her mum. Yeah, Margaret White. Which fun Margaret fact White. is that that <laughs> film is the reason that my sister changed her name. Ah, interesting. So she was Carrie with an E, and my mum is also called Margaret. And my sister watched it too young and went, "Holy crap, I'm not having that." So she removed the E. And then changed all of her other names along with it. Um, yeah, so yeah, she changed it from Carrie to Carrie. Yeah, not not many times I get wrong in my research. I was kind of like uh, rushing back from the gym today, and I was like, "Oh, fucking slap this together." Anyway, forgive me, Craig. It's okay. And you, you are always right. <laughs> False. Alan Spiegelman says otherwise. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, who else we got? Um, so jumping uh, back and forth from the faculty to the adults in the movie uh, we've got Christopher McDonald uh, yeah. who plays uh, Frank Connor who's the uh, Frodo's dad uh, we know him probably best as Shooter McGavin uh, I think I know him I mean Shooter McGavin absolutely Yeah. Um, if I'm right I think he's in Requiem for a Dream is he? I could be probably. wrong probably is yeah he, he's the guy that's um Oh, Ellen Burstyn has the fancy that she's going to be on TV and he's the guy that comes on and is like we got a winner 
We got a winner. Ah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, great shout. Um, and then we've got uh, Bebe Newif, or Babe Newif, however you want to pronounce that. Yeah. Uh, she plays uh, Principal Valerie Drake. Uh, so, probably best know her from Lilith, from Fraser and Cheers. Right, okay, yeah, cool. So, for yeah. me, she looked like, in this, she looked like one of the charmed girls. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Uh, mm. she's, she's got that kind of like very stark look to herself. Um, yeah. Apparently, she was uh, originally going to be played by Julian Anderson. Oh, nice. Yeah, very nice. Uh, So there's also another thing, and there's obviously so many references, but some a lot of the names come from things as well. So it's either some sort of like reference to a movie or a terminology. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hold the phone. Are we done listing off character names now? Not yet. No, no, no. I was just going to say because so Principal Drake gets her name from the Drake equation, which is used to estimate how much intelligent life there might be in the universe. Which we all knew that, of course. Yeah, exactly. There you go. A little, little factoid. And does does John Stewart's professor get his character name from Terminator Two? Uh, yes, yes, he does. Uh, Legit. So, uh, so John Stewart, uh, he plays uh, Professor Edward Furlong. Uh, so probably best known for Death to Smoochie. And the the show, the Late Show. Something like that. Or the yeah. Daily I Show. Really the Daily. Shit, I think like... he's the Daily Show. Or I think Something he was like the Daily Show. The, the Late Late Show and the fucking Evening with John Stewart. He's, he's John Stewart. He's great. Yeah. Have you ever seen Death to Smoochie? No. That's why I moved past it. <laughs> mate, it's a great movie. It's got uh, Ed Norton and Robin Williams in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah mate. Mate, honestly, it's, that's uh, an underrated little gem that people, you know, fucking forget about. But Death to Smoochie, great shit. All right. Um, so Robert Patrick he plays uh, coach Joe Willis I can't believe that he's coming so far down on this list considering considering we we both watched Copland recently yeah he he was sick in Copland Uh, he was uh, you know you're not the biggest X-Files fan are you no, but I've seen the episodes where he replaces De- some of the episodes where he replaces Dakovni, and he's yeah. really good. He's good, but for me, that's when the show just kind of like dips. It, it kind of like I wouldn't say it jumps the shark or anything like that, but it's definitely for me like less than no quality. There's some people out there that go, "Oh, actually, the show really picks up at that point," and it's just like because it's it's generally going the over arc of the alien conspiracy stuff and they do less of the monster of the week mm. kind of stuff but I quite like the monster of the week so you episodes. think it went from the X-Files to the why are we still doing this files no, a little bit yeah and then and then when Mulder comes back it's just a bit like oh, fuck is this yeah um, then we have Usher yeah plays, Usher uh, Gabe Santora uh, probably best known as uh, Peace Up A Down yeah and <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is his film debut, and then he yeah. went on to do loads of other shits, uh, 2000 movies. Also in She's All That. Yeah, I think so. And it, was he in like another fucking shit movie, like Step Up or something like that? I don't know. Probably. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's not really my, you know, my bag. Not my bag. Um, just quickly, <laughs> we, we, we touched on Robert Patrick just a second mm. ago. Do yeah. you know the fun fact about Robert Patrick? Uh, I mean, there are several, but do you know the one I'm going to spew? Is it that he wasn't originally cast as the T-1000? No, it is that he is the only actor that has been killed on screen by all three of the male founding members of Planet Hollywood. Can you name those movies? 
Ah, yeah, okay. So, obviously, yeah, Terminator, so Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, um, Copland. Yeah. Uh, Sylvester Stallone. And then, so, Bruce Willis. Which movie did he get fucking... Oh, uh, that would have been Die Hard 2. A Sitting Duck. Yeah, that one. Yes. Yeah, fucking nailed it. See our uh, Christmas episode last year. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Daniel Von Bargen. Uh, he plays Mr. John Tate. Uh, probably best known as Spangler, uh, the general in Malcolm in the Middle. Right, yeah. So I recently watched RoboCop three. Oh yeah, um, he's in that. He's in he, that. He's in. I think he's in the Postman. He's in Super Troopers. Like he's he great. He is. He plays Grady in Super Troopers. Yeah, I fucking love that movie. Um and uh, yeah, Dan, uh, Danny Masterson's in this too. <laughs> yeah, quickly. Known for jail time. Uh, uh. Yeah, there's there's so many other people in this movie that you could name and be like, oh, it's this person's but but that I feel yeah. is kind of like the chunk. It's the faculty and the main kids. That's and... that's most of them. We don't really get any parents. I mean, we get yeah, we did um, Christopher McDonald is Elijah Wood's yeah. dad, but we don't really see anyone any other parents. I don't think, and I think all of the kind of background teenager people are teenager people students um are extras yeah there, there are some notable characters um i can't remember off the top of my head but there are actors in the background which like say for a uh danny madison uh, yeah. <laughs> those kind of it's just like oh because they'll have names like uh fucked up kid one fucked up kid right, two right. but <laughs> it's like um like it's like you've seen pump up the volume uh, remind me. Uh, Christian Slater runs a pirate radio station and the whole town ah, goes nuts yes, for it. Yes, yes, So, um, Seth Green's in that, in the background. Ah. He's like buying Green. a mixtape or he's selling a mixtape or he's doing something. But it's like, oh, okay. It, that sounds like something Seth Green would do. Exactly. <laughs> Classic <laughs> Seth. Um, but yeah, I feel like there are probably just a couple of people in here that you can look at and be like, oh, there they are. Yeah. So, uh, what did Rod, uh, Roger Ebert have to say? Uh, I couldn't find anything from Old Rog, uh, oh so I had goodness. to pick up something from uh, Dennis Harvey, who writes for the Variety. And this is where I took that quote or that, that terminology of a teen exploitation. Thank you. Uh, the, the faculty works hard at mixing a canny cocktail of synonastic. Uh, Fucking a lot of this is what feels like made up words. In jokes, affectionate teenploitation and high octane suspense that is as enjoyable as it is impossible to take seriously. Yeah, you can't take this movie seriously. No, and you're right. Like uh, you know, sort of like it's that 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 cocktail of like in jokes and references, and you know, you've already mentioned the thing and the invasion of the body snatchers, mm. uh, like you know, like the pod people. But yeah, you've got like uh, Robert Patrick's in it, and he's very like he is T one thousand esque. Oh, he's uh, so T one thousand. He's very T one thousand esque. Uh, yeah, you have um, all sorts of references to aliens, um, and it's, as we mentioned earlier, it's that kind of the trope of the uh, the Breakfast Club, and I, I kind of feel that it's taken like it, it's almost taken that it's like all right, what would like. You know, when you kind of think, what would happen if uh, fucking Rocky fought an alien? Oh, right, we get Predator. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, but that's, that's the idea, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like, well, what happens if the Breakfast, Breakfast Club had to now fight the fucking invasion of the body snatchers? Mm. You know what I mean? That's that's This is what this movie is. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's a real hodgepodge. It is, it is. Uh, so, uh, with a budget of just 15 million... Uh, which is oh, I'm quite impressed that this movie was made for that uh, mm. but looking back on maybe some of the CGI could, it's a bit questionable uh, but it is you know what 1998 
Yeah, so uh, it's probably fifty million now. I don't know what I don't know how inflation works. To be honest, it's, it's, last <laughs> yeah, week it was twenty uh, million, but this week know, it's fifty million. That's how inflation works currently. So uh, on my trip to New York, I went to uh, Dave and Buster's. <laughs> <laughs> I got a fucking Dave and Buster's card, and oh. I was there. I was like, I don't get how the economy works. Brilliant. Yeah, and fun. Helen was just like, <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Ellen was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Just like, <laughs> and we just doing the, the hand round and round thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Amazing. Keep the money moving. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, with this, uh, should we... Oh, uh, so the box office, it made oh, 50 uh, 63. Mi- uh, oh, okay, I was going to guess 50. Um, but, okay, yeah, 63, decent. Yeah, so decent. Yeah, like, Robert uh, Rodriguez. made quadruple its okay. money back. Yeah. Nothing to be sniffed at. No. But so, uh, where did it all go wrong for Rodriguez, honestly? It never does, except for maybe Sky Spy Kids for and uh, his movie twenty one ninety nine that's going to come out in a hundred years that none of us are going to see. Oh yeah, what's that all about? Uh, we're, well, we're never going to see it, so we're never going to know. Yeah, but John so, Malkovich yeah. is in it, and you better believe he'll be big in twenty one ninety. No, he'll be dead. He'll be dead. <laughs> uh, I don't know what the hell that movie's doing, but mm. whatever. Hey, he's an artist. He's experimenting. Good for him. And uh, so, Chair Force One. Chair Force One. Let's do it. It is movie talk time. All right, back in the room. Uh, so you know that it's a fucking late nineties, early two thousands movie. Oh, buddy, do you? <laughs> and uh, for three reasons, Adam. What are those reasons? Uh, well, I want to say the fact that the, the movie kicks off with the fucking offspring. The offspring, that's my top yeah. note. The offspring, <laughs> underline, underline. Yeah, the, the kids aren't all right. No, they yeah, aren't. It's a great tune. And yeah, it, the sort of establishing uh, shots uh, of the of the school and, you know, the fucking, the, the different factions, you know, so Elijah Wood's getting bullied, uh, you've got the outcasts rolling you've through. The you've got, got, you've got the jocks, you've got the nerds, you've got the rebels you've got the princesses and you've got the weird kids yeah. don't you forget about me yeah. yeah so i was like i was like damn this is this fucking throwback movie oh uh, yeah big time well, well what's your what's your third take on that then well, oh no so uh oh third take is the fact that danny masterson's in it <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's still, he's still oh dear his career is uh gone thankfully it is. Um, so, like, uh, I was just going to give my 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 real quick thoughts on on watching this movie. Um, like the sort of the praise of this movie, which you kind of almost said in in the introduction to this movie, and like how cool it is they brought in all these elements. But I do think that they're sort of punching it up and trying to make it hip. Um, I think uh, Josh Harnett's um, Zeke character, mm. he's like. He's like the male version of what you call a Mary Sue. You know, I think they call like a Gary Stew or something like that. So. Do they? Fuck them. If they do, <laughs> tell them. But do you not think he's like, uh, he, he, he's one of those characters that, you know, a writer's written, like, I'm going to make him cool and he's just going to be fucking good at everything. And then he's like, he's a dropout, but he's like a cool guy. But, but he's, he's not like a dropout. He, he's just repeating founder year, which is why he's smart than everybody else, because he's already done it. I don't think that, I don't think that's how it comes across because he's like, oh, my, I'm, I'm a loner because my parents are in Europe, but I've got the whole house to myself, and this is my fucking Heisenberg lab that I make all my drugs in. Yeah, tell me about fucking... it, Jesus. Oh, but it's just caffeine, everybody. He's a real he, he's a good guy, really. 
Yeah, it's, 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 it, he, for me, is, if there was a, a negative about this movie, mm. I, I think his character needs to be toned down a notch, and he needs to have some actual flaws. Yeah, I mean, you he can't I mean? dress himself. And that <laughs> hey, yeah, fucking officially late 90s, makes mate. me Everyone's an old man. Like that. Everyone's dressing with the fucking t-shirt, with the long sleeve jumper underneath, baggy jeans, and the fucking weird sort of like not quite emo haircut but kind of like skatery kind of like mop top well i want to put a pin in haircuts just for now to come back to at the very end of the movie oh fair enough but let's just remember everyone haircuts um so the movie starts with uh robert patrick on the football field giving shit to his team because every good coach just needs to be an asshole yeah, it's, yeah, I'm getting that's kind of like oh, what's it called? Is it Varsity Blues? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, getting that vibe from it. Yeah, and yeah, he's a bit of an asshole. Uh, reminds us uh, back in the day when we used to play rugby. I can get screamed at by Al Williams or someone like that. Smuggler, <laughs> smuggler. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Just kind of. I I've always thought in coaching like that is just like you're just never gonna get anything out of anyone you know what I mean he's just going to scream and shout at me oh mate I'm, I'm not here to fucking like yeah this. yeah I was doing a workout the other day I was on the row machine and someone came next to me like yeah do it go faster come on do it and in, all I'm thinking in my head is I'll go faster oh I didn't try that no thanks <laughs> Jesus I was I was upside do down I? <laughs> I couldn't figure it out I hate yeah. that level like Things like, oh, you've got this, you can do this. I'm all about, like, all right, cool, thank you for supporting me. But any form of, God, push harder. It's like, fuck you, I know. Oh, my God, I would if I could. I remember one time where Minute came onto the pitch to try and hype me up and just slap me across the face. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just and he like, got an immediate red card. Well, no, it was just like, you know, sort of pre-game. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? And he was just like, yeah, I'll get hype. I was like, Fuck off. <laughs> Never touch me again. Oh, fuck's sake. So, yeah, the, we, Robert Patrick gets um, infected. We'll call it infected. Possessed? Yeah, you're not quite... You don't see it, but it's obviously that that is what happens. Yeah, um, I, I you, quite you like don't... that there's a lot of off-screen possession. Yeah, but that's the... Um, so it's it's the kind of the sing thing isn't it mm. it's like <laughs> yeah oh, oh, oh. no um, no no there's a bit I, in my notes i've just put the thing circle um i'll get we'll get when we're there again i'll get to it but uh yeah, yeah. it's but it's, that's the thing you don't because it's, it's to create that air of mystery of like you're not too sure of who's infected and who's who someone walks off screen for five minutes and they come back it's always that like are they mm. i mean yeah so, always setting that up but yeah so you don't get to see who infects uh, Mr. T-1000 well but... you assume it's the bad guy like the, 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 well, the, well yeah the OG you, bad guy there's something sinister has happened yeah so um, this movie and you know never will these two be compared again and Zootropolis uh, are the two <laughs> movies that were the reveal to me of like oh if a character introduces themselves with their full name <laughs> they're the bad yes. guy if yeah, ever it's she, like oh what's up steve yeah what's up jane oh i'm mary beth louise hutchinson like oh you're the villain um and in zootropolis yeah. it's uh deputy mayor mayweather which is the sheep mm. that turns out to be the villain and as soon as <laughs> uh, uh, when that happened uh, for the first time i was watching it got it bad guy um 
I, I love that, this this comparison. Right. Uh, but you're right, yeah. She, whenever she introduces herself, she introduces yeah. herself as Mary Beth Louise Hutchinson. Yeah, because you need to remember that name. So at the end of the movie, when they're like, oh, Mary Beth, you automatically like, yeah, Mary Beth Louise Hutchinson. It's, <laughs> so you don't have that, like, um, and it was the butler all along reveal. It's like, okay, we're going to keep saying this stupidly long, different name mm. to hammer in. But by the way, this is a character. By the way, this is a character. Um, in Friday the 13th Part 5, sorry, I'm going to take a quick story here. The killer yeah. isn't Jason Voorhees. No, it's the mum, isn't it? No, that's, Jason, that's Friday the 13th Part 1. But oh, sorry, Friday the 13th said, yeah, yeah. Part 5, there's a Jason Voorhees intim- uh, imitator. And it's Roy. Ah. It's Roy, the ambulance driver. Yes, yes. And to make you continually be aware, like, oh, Roy's in this movie, is characters will kind of look off into the distance and speak yeah. to themselves, be like, what the hell is going on here? And then Roy will appear behind them and go, are you talking to me? Like, no, I wasn't <laughs> talking to you, Roy. Yeah, Roy's keep, gone off the Keep grid. doing your work here. Keep doing your work, Roy. So at the end, it's like, oh, well, Roy was... The... And, and it's like, okay, that's the complete opposite. I need a more memorable name than Roy. <laughs> so, mm. But yeah, if you, if you ever oh. hear a character full-named in a, th- in a mystery movie, they're the bad guy. On a on a slight tangent of uh, sort of like copycats, do you watch the, the most recent Halloween movie? Uh, w- um, Halloween Halloween ends. ends? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What do you think of that? Um, better than a Halloween Kills. Mm, okay, but interesting. Also, not really a Halloween movie. No, this is it. So, like, uh, spoilers for anyone that wants to go see the last uh, Halloween movie um, that they're apparently in air quotes making. Um, the it basically it's almost like uh, that in the, in the sense that it's it's meant to be a Michael Myers movie, but they ditch Michael Myers for some other fucking cunt yeah. who who dresses up and then becomes like his protege. Yeah. Like, yeah, and then it's 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 really I hate movies where they kind of it's a bit of a bait and switch, isn't it? It's just like oh, right, I'm gonna go see a Halloween movie. I want to go see a Michael Myers fucking kill everyone sort of thing. Yeah, and it's this weird idea of how like the town's been slightly like infected with Michael Myers because and everyone's slightly on like on hinge and uh, everyone's a little bit like tense yeah. because of all the murders. So everyone's not very nice. And then they're all a this... big bunch of meanies, is what they are. Yeah, and they just I think they just do Michael Myers dirty because he basically almost like loses out to this kid and you're just like, Oh fuck is this? Yeah, like, it's essentially what if Christine was a Halloween movie? Yeah, it is. And it was like and then Laurie, um uh, Laurie Strove, she's her character's just fucking weird now as well. It's like you know, she's just gone through the first two movies of like, you know, of right, I'm this fucking hardened like Sarah Connor type character. Mm. And then, and then Michael Myers has escaped, and his body's not been found. And then she's like, "Oh well, well, now I'll move on with my life." It's like, love, you've you've been like this for the last like forty fucking years. Yeah, you can't suddenly start baking pumpkin pie. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was like, fuck this. This 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 movie just seemed like a fucking mess. Anyway, but Halloween Kills was awful. Um, it just makes me appreciate Halloween one more. Yes. Anyway, so Robert Patrick gets uh, possessed. And then we get the chasing through the halls after hours and it's mm. the principal gets, well, you think she gets possessed. And here's where my question is, is what are the rules of possession? 
this is great. Like there are, I feel like some plot holes a little bit to yeah. this movie, and because um, you don't quite see a lot of these things, and then you don't know how much the parasites take on an effect and how much control they have over people because. Yeah. You like so Robert Patrick is like he's just full on alien mode now. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's just like uh, drinking fucking ton of water, just kind yeah. of like really weird, acting weird. And then you have um, him chasing down um, Principal Drake. He yeah. stabs her in the hand whilst blowing his whistle. I always find that funny. Yeah, I I don't get what the trope boys is like. I've always wanted to do that. Yeah, which is completely dropped. Yeah, so he, yeah, that's he his stabs, thing. It's like, oh, this is going to be seen. Oh, he stabs no, the principal through the hand with a pencil. It's like, I've always wanted to do that. And then right at the very end, the principal gets away from Robert Patrick. But wouldn't you know it, uh, Carrie White's mother uh, stabs... <laughs> you're going to keep rubbing it in, aren't you? I just forgot the actor's name. Um, uh, Piper Laurie. Piper Laurie stabs the principal with a pair of scissors repeatedly and goes, I've always wanted to do that. Now, we don't see how Robert Patrick gets possessed. We do see how Summer Hyatt gets possessed, which is the same yeah. way that uh, the um, football team later on gets possessed. Yes. My theory is that that principal should be fucking dead because she got stabbed in the heart with a pair of scissors before yeah. she got possessed. Yeah, so this is, for me as well, it's just like, so these parasites have must have some sort of like healing property because you see... Uh, Robert Patrick's uh, uh, coach Joe, Joe Willis he rocks up the next day to school and after being cut across the face yeah and that, and that and now it's healed very very quickly now it's, okay it's, it's, I'm oh, sorry I started to go off because I think you're wrong with what I you're supposing no 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 because <laughs> I've got a note right there's a few things so number one I've got a note here that says uh. so everyone's just cool with the fact that the coach has a scar on his face and no one questions it um, so it's 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 still very visible. It's a visible scar, but if you've been cut, it, it, it was. Oh, scant. I see what you're saying. I thought you meant yeah. it had gone completely. Um, but this also, as I was watching it, I, I don't know how many times I've watched the movie, but this time I watched through the credits just to see if there were any names. Ah, uh, yes, and John Stewart's John Stewart's character. lost his fingers, as happens in the movie later on, and he's lost his eye, as happens in mm. the movie later on. So this principle gets killed for me she she doesn't get possessed she gets killed and they stand over her as she bleeds out ah, then they okay, possess yeah. her somehow because she yeah. comes back and then because they, they drop a bit in the middle where they're like oh uh, the principal no one's seen her so whatever so I'm like oh dead 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 she comes back possessed and I'm like well when did they do that but mm, then yeah. at the very end obviously they kill her with the spoiler alert yeah, shoot, shoot her in the head and then with the drugs yeah so she but they they get her with the drugs. They also get John Stewart with the drugs. John Stewart comes back, which means the principal must come back. So now she's just got a fucking bullet hole in her head for the rest of the movie. No, rest like, of her life. she like completely dissolved because uh, fucking Singamajig threw the whole vat on top. Oh, of so her. she's gone completely. Whereas John John Stewart, his um, you know yeah, fair enough. He got stabbed in the eye and fucking and, and he all that sort of he shit. turns into Danny Trejo in From Dust Till Dawn. I'm sorry, he either both are dead. And that gag at the end makes no sense. Or she's alive and she's just living life like the elephant. No, right she now. like she completely like melted like fucking Wizard of Oz style. Okay, like, she, new idea then. She's at, not coming back from that. At the end, then, she's just uh, you just see like whatever her name is, Bebe Unsworth or something, um, and it's just gloop in a jar. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, because uh, because also uh, if you, uh, go on, sorry. 
if you want to go on that then, uh, Femi Jansen, um, her, the teacher, mm. when later in the movie she yep. gets beheaded and then her head has tentacles on it, you see her later on in the movie with just a fucking, you know, a sort of like tape around her neck. She had, no, she's wearing a scarf. That's exactly what I was going to say. She's wearing a scarf. So she's got a scar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, John Stewart's lost his fingers and it, the, the consistency of it all just didn't add up. Anyway, yeah. uh, all the teachers are having a torrid time because the football team have all the money. Um, and Stan, who is, looks like a sloth, <laughs> yeah, uh, he wants to quit the football team to become smart. Yeah, it's it's, it's such a, a weird, uh, you know, weird justification for himself. Mm. And I kind of get it, but then I kind of don't because he's like, oh yeah, like I'm the star quarterback, but you know, uh, my teacher, uh, when I handed in my test, I got a D. He turned it into an A because he wanted to give me like uh, you know oh keep that arm strong or whatever the fuck it was yeah you, yeah and he's and it's like I earned that D I it's wanted like, that D he should have given me that D <laughs> but you you kind of bit like yeah like you're you know like you don't want the easy ride and you want to be challenged and things like that mm. and he wants to concentrate on his studying so that he can get better grades which is mm. quite admirable you're kind of like yeah I, I get it. But I also feel at the same time that it's kind of a bit of a like a throwaway justification. You know what I mean? I'm going to I I, I obviously you know to be a uh, top athlete and at that school you know to, to star quarterback. Mm. You know you'd have to obviously have a a very athletic gift. And then in you know in the American system you know you can go on these scholarships, these sports scholarships, and you know get a free ride. And you just kind of think to yourself. Yeah, why wouldn't you fucking stick at that? You know, but also, like, they're not mutually exclusive. You yeah. don't have to be an idiot to be an athlete. You don't have to be smart to be good at... Like, you don't have to be, sorry, uh, like, weedy to be intelligent. Yeah, yeah, uh, You know, we're not proving that rule ourselves, but in, <laughs> in either case. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I've, I disagree with that concept of sports equals dumb. Yeah, but again, it's it's playing into the stereotype of the, of the typical jock character. Yeah, isn't it? it is very stereotypical. Um, speaking of stereotypical, now I've mm-hmm. got a note here that I've written, and it's a character's name is the worst underlined, and I've written that four times. Which character do you think is uh, do you think I think is the worst in this film? And not like oh they're badly mm-hmm. written, but like they're just the worst person. Uh probably. I, I want to say Delilah. Delilah is the worst. Yeah. What the hell? She's a just very dismissive and narcissistic, and she. There's a few times where you're like, yeah, that's very much looking after yourself. Um, so for me, yeah, she, she but she's the it girl, isn't she? she well, she's she, not though. She she's about. the fucking. She's a journalist. She's not even a cheerleader. Yeah, but that's what I mean. She's meant. She's meant to be like the. She thinks of herself in that sort of way. You know, look at fucking um, disgraced journalist Mike Sheen. He's he is he's the right it, he is up. the it person of our group. You're right. He yeah. is right. Yeah, he, he's he's so stuck up. He, <laughs> he thinks sun shines out of his ass. because you write for the Daily Mail. Fucking right. But Stan comes up to her and is like, "Oh, I'm going to quit the team." And she goes, "Oh, well, good luck on your yellow brick road to a brain." <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a good it line. It was a good line. Um but it's like so hold on. You're only with him for his image as captain of the football team. Yeah. You're the 100%. worst. And all throughout the film, I just kept writing you're the worst, you're the worst. 
Yeah, um, I, th- I think for me the big one that uh, lets down her character when she. So later on, when they go to investigate the the lounge, the faculty. Oh, lounge, I swear to God, I know exactly what you're going to say. Yeah, and then they they hide in the cupboard, and everything goes a bit tits up, and they end up running, and she, um, fucking Frodo falls over. And then she just carries on legging it when he, even Yeah, he calls out, Delilah, wait! Nope. <laughs> yeah. Which, to be fair, if I saw that happening, <laughs> like fucking alien fucking, like sort of uh, ear, R word, um, kind of like a, a woman, I would be like, yeah, I'm fucking going. <laughs> no looking back. Sorry, you're on your own. <laughs> fair enough, but then put yourself in the yeah. other set of shoes. Imagine you're Frodo and yeah. Helen just keeps on running. Yeah, I'd be like, it'd be it'd be very fun to gun of her. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, you just justified it. Oh no, <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> um, so Elijah Wood, whilst eating lunch on his own, thinks he found a new species of creature. They're doing the dissecting scene, and this is where I put the thing. So as they're dissecting mm. it, you hear the boom boom, yeah, boom from the thing. Yeah, good shout. Yeah, which I thought was a bit too on the nose, but it is. It's meant to be, isn't it? <sighs> but it just—it it was like... just a little bit too much. Well, I mean, so you say that, but then later on, they literally rip off the thing when they do the uh, test, don't they? They rip off the thing twice later on, but yeah, we'll... like oh, they, yeah. they rip off the thing continually, but two big times. Um, but yeah, we now get the kind of um, something we know as the audience something is going wrong. We now need all the characters to start noticing it. So we've got the teachers are acting differently. You know, the alcoholics now drinking water and being stern. And um, uh, uh, but I, 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 it's the idea that the aliens are meant to sort of like make you a better person, or is it that they make you your des- or make you what you desire in a way? Like, well, that's you know I mean? that's a really good question. I don't think this movie answered that question. Um, but my question to you is, mm. hive mind, would you join one? Because that's what this is. The uh, alien species here yeah. is a hive mind. Uh, they go from being alcoholics and run down and like life is terrible to ah, actually they're doing OK. Would you join a hive mind? Yeah, it's that kind of like Rick and Morty it's episode, exactly isn't it? exactly the Rick Where... and Morty episode, yeah. And it's like, well, look what I did. This guy used to be a fucking rapist. This guy used to be a pedophile. (laughs) And it's it's like a fucking molecular biologist. Um, So in principle, you would think, well, all right, if I join the fucking Communist Party over here and then everyone's now equal, there's no... But you take away the the individual, don't you? You take Mm. away their freedoms and their rights to choose and decide how to live their life. Oh, I'm not... I'm sorry. I'm not talking about would you create a hive mind or would you bring other people into... I'm saying if you found a hive mind would you be like yeah all right make it better uh, this is the thing because uh you know at the end of the movie um you have mary beth you know who then is revealed to be the queen of the hive mind oh sorry she's almost trying to... do, do you mean mary beth louise hutchinson yes. oh, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> um and she's trying to convince um uh what's her name clear uh, clear clear um, to to join rather than infecting her and I, I, I find that quite strange that rather than just going for it, um, you know, while she's alone with someone mm. to, to infect them, she's like, hey, look, this, this is the justification behind it. Why don't you, you know, uh, to kind of feel that you belong and be part of something and all these other things. Mm. I mean, you kind of just go, 
oh right shit yeah uh, she's the fucking she's the fucking evil one but I yeah it's like no I because I, I, you just lose all like and again you don't know how much it affects you it's like you don't know who's driving that vehicle are you along for the ride mm. or like are you, are you aware of what's going on are you completely just all of you just uh, sort of evaporated and it's now just this fucking alien thing in your in your heads uh, I don't think you can take that risk I think you guys be like I, I'm me I'm who I am I'm an alcoholic I'm an alcoholic. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm a lot of things, or a lot of what people call me. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, you're just gonna go nah, fuck that. Like, yeah, you can take your fucking. It's like the end of the uh, the end of the world, uh, world's end. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know, just fuck, fuck off. off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Back to Legoland. <laughs> um, okay, fair enough. I mean, I'd be tempted. It depends. Like, you know, maybe. Yeah, if the, if the is, argument it, is compelling enough, it's that sort of like Stepford Housewives kind of thing, isn't it? It's just like you can be young and beautiful forever, but you're fucking robots. Yeah. Um. So. So. They dissect the bug. Water gets mm-hmm. spilled on it, and then yes. it's alive. And then they put it in a fish tank. And John Stewart's just like, well, I'll just dangle my finger in here. Yeah, I put it on a, on a really thin plastic glove. Uh, that will protect yep. you. Um, but then you're probably not thinking that it's got fucking well, sheep, that's it. Like that's teeth. where Elijah Wood's like, teeth, how did he get teeth? Things things like that. So that's happened. So Elijah Wood is like, okay, potential aliens, question mark. Clear Deval starts noticing that everyone is uh, acting like a robot around her. Um, yeah, so you're definitely getting that pod people vibe. Yep. Uh, um Jesus Christ, my mind has gone completely blank. Give me a second, I'm almost there. Oh, uh, Sloth Boy goes in the shower and gets attacked by the lady from The Shining. Ah, uh, yeah, that's fucking weird, isn't it? It's just like, and the and the thing behind that was like, oh, she's too old to take. Yes, yeah, so she's too dried out. I mean, yeah. wow, movie. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe that, that is it. I, because they I, need moisture. When, they need moisture. Yeah, and because when they uh, when they try to give the justification for it, they're like, "Oh, she had cancer, um, and she was on medication." And you kind of like, mm. I do wonder maybe if that was actually true to it. Yeah, there was some explanation behind why she didn't take, rather than just. But I think they do say a little bit later on, "Oh, she's just too old." Uh, yeah, I, th- I feel like it's a too old and too aged didn't take thing. I feel like it's less the. Uh, not the right working body parts. Um, but then they right. So then everything's confirmed, or at least for the characters, mm. uh, for for um Elijah Wood and Delilah. Uh, when they see Selma Hayek get ear fucked by Robert Patrick. Yeah, it, that's a fucking a fucking horrible scene. When you see his face like sort of like transform a little bit, and you're like, Ugh. um, yeah, it's 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 it, it broaches on horror. But it's, it's not quite. It's you know Robert I mean? Rodriguez body horror. It's from dust to yeah. dawn levels of kind of gore fest. Yeah, like Planet Terror. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of like it, it, it's kind of like I I I'm not afraid of watching. You know, it's not scary. It's not jump scary. Mm. It's just kind of yeah, slightly grotesque. Yeah, and they attack Selma Hayek, who's like a rundown. Like she's ill, um, mm. and she's supposed to have a cold. And I wrote down, uh, how do you make Selma Hayek less stunning? trick question you can't because she still is just the most beautiful woman on the planet she is definitely the definition of uh, aged like fine wine mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so <laughs> edit point um so 
I said about like, oh, th- there might be people in the background that uh, we haven't mentioned in the cast list. Do you know who Harry J. Knowles is? Oh, that rings a bell. Harry J. Knowles is the very overweight uh, redhead teacher that sat. Oh, he's the ain't it cool he news cr- guy. Ain't it cool? Ain't it cool? He's that guy, yeah. He, he created yeah, ain't it cool news. Yeah, did did you know um, a little fact about that? Um, he's the guy that got wind of uh, Peter Jackson making Lord of the Rings. Oh, right. And then he told Elijah Woods. Um, oh, and told and him then, to go and for then the role. he was like, "Oh, hey, Elijah Wood, I think you should go audition for Lord of the Rings." Ah, there you go. And that's how, because because um, Peter Jackson was initially just going to cast all sort of like you know, sort of English UK actors, yeah. And so, but then they were like, yeah, "Elijah, go for it." Yeah, fair enough. Hey, yeah, and that's it's how, all and thanks then, to and, him. And that's it. And you're kind of thinking, "Yeah, cheers, mate." Which domino thanks effect what? means that's why we have grand piano. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> um so right elijah would run so, to school he goes home and tries to tell his parents and uh, mm, all... well they've called the cops haven't oh, they God, and yeah. yeah and then you kind of see how how easy it is to then infect people because of how quick it was and then um yeah fucking shoot mcgavin don't believe shit and he's <laughs> now going to ground his and i feel that's a little bit like uh i have you ever been there with a situation with your parents where you're telling them something and it's like then they don't believe you or they don't like trust you about something and he's like no 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 this is like and he like you kind of feel like real fucking sad for elijah wood and this because you're just like all right not only is his internet being taken away oh here we go his his music's being taken away yeah. but his fucking porn's being taken yeah, away how they go under the mattress and they take away how boob magazine like absolutely fucking boob awesome. magazine adam yeah i can't believe boob magazine <laughs> yeah it's like you can they really didn't like, try hard with the graphic design of that uh prop did it boob magazine come on yeah my music Fair enough. Like my internet, maybe my porn, never. I did enjoy like, uh, him saying, "Oh, taking away your internet," and grabs this fucking dial-up box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, we'll be uh, able to use the telephone freely of a night. Oh yeah, he takes it takes away his phone as well, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. No phone, no internet. But you you must remember that time where dial-up happened and just like, oh, can't go on the internet. Wait, I need to I make phone call. Screaming down at my mum, being like, "Mum, you fucking knocked me off my fucking Counter Strike." Oh, I can't hack some fucking guy on RuneScape. Oh, oh I can't download my Lincoln Park on LimeWire. <laughs> LimeWire, yes. <laughs> Have you heard of YouTube? It's new. Uh, so they go back to school and this is where it kind of we now get the domino effect so Delilah's wearing glasses uh, so she's done the reverse she's all that the- but this is the thing so you know what like when we're talking about what they desire uh, you know is she does she desire to be slightly you know not the it girl you know not to be the popular you know, I don't see- I honestly don't know I don't know if that's and it, that is a really interesting question I really wish they'd explored it more but it's a 90s sci-fi slasher film so mm. you know we just need to see john stewart get his fingers cut off man <laughs> yeah so this is a bit of a weird one because it's so they go in to find the fucking thing he sent it off to uh universe and i kind of feel that john stewart's you know the alien character could have just been like yeah all right if you buy this you you lot fuck off but you have this whole like uh josh uh harnett and um mary beth, mary beth. <laughs> they they go off into the um, into the cabinet, and this is after that really weird interaction with um, 
because you've had the confrontation between um, uh, Zeke and the the teacher played by uh, what's the fucking name? Uh, Famic uh, Jensen. Yeah, yeah, uh, Miss Burke. Mm. That's it. Jean Grey. So. So they have that really weird interaction in the car park where she's like, oh, you know, if you just fucking stop dealing drugs on school property then you and applied yourself, you'd do great. And he's like, oh, well, would you would you want some? And she's like, hey, I've got something for you. Here's some fucking condoms. Yeah, cherry flavoured. And then she's like, quite rightly, she's like, that's the fucking readest thing you could ever fucking say. And you kind of feel a little bit like, is Zeke just trying to play a sort of character just trying to protect himself in a way because he's or is he just a fucking massive douchebag um six of one yeah. so but yeah he takes mary mary beth louise hutchinson into the science lab and, to, and yeah I, to go pick up some more shit yeah and um over here as i'm talking about aliens john stewart comes in they hack off his hand with like a, a guillotine like to chop paper yeah. and stab him in the eye with the uh, uh what's it called the pen the pen, yeah, pen, the pen of, of scat oh scat, scat. That's it, yes. um, which is something else yeah <laughs> very much so uh to the point where the the town where i grew up in taunton we had the somerset college of arts and technology which for many years they abbreviated to scat until the internet came around and they're like oh crap <laughs> Okay. Uh, um, so, th- but yeah. do you not find it really weird that Mary Beth has managed to get Josh Harnett alone in the cupboard and then didn't turn him? Yeah, again, this is my. I got it written down right here. Why do the aliens let them go? Like when uh, the principal and what have you are in the hallway and Selma Hyatt comes out and they just allow them to run. It's like no, just grab them and ear fuck them like you did Selma Hyatt, and you would yeah. win. Um, so I I kind of wonder a little bit about this because Mary Beth is like the the new girl, obviously you know like you know, she just landed on this fucking planet or whatever. Mary Beth Lewis, and then she she kind of collects this Breakfast Club s kind of group together. Oh man! And she's yeah. hanging hanging out with them, and I wonder if she's trying to kind of like build a relationship with them, and she or she's like observing them, or she's trying to like figure out like uh, these people a little bit more and. And you just kind of go, or does she actually quite like him? Does she actually build up a friendship in a weird way? And that's why instead of like just infecting them, she's like, oh, I'm going to try and then convince these people now to join me. No, she fucking watched a John Hughes marathon before she landed. (laughs) And bish bash bosh, that's what she thinks friendships are now. Yeah, maybe. That's fair. Um, no, it's a good question. It is a good question. Obviously, Mary Beth Louise Hutchinson is a pu- is a person yeah. who got infected. So Mary Beth Louise Hutchinson was always going to transfer. Oh to that no, I no, I think she's no way. No, I, no, you don't. Yeah, because yeah, she transforms and shit like that. I think she's just taken on a a look. Interesting. So in which case, those transcript papers uh that she tra- you know she's just rocked up. I suppose the school doesn't give a shit. So if there's one extra student, there's one extra student. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, when they're doing the register... Oh, whatever. Fuck it. I'm digging too deep into this silly movie. Did she ever actually take a class? Uh, yeah, because she sat there looking at Clea Duvall and was like, I've never met a lesbian before. Ah, yes, yes, yes. You're right. Um, I'm not a lesbian. I just pretend I am so people will leave me alone or something. Which is quite ironic because Clea Duvall is in, in real life uh, gay. Oh, so. there you go. Um, so, yeah, then they go to Zeke's house after driving away from school and then we get the all right these guys are allergic to scat let's everyone take some scat and whoever turns into an alien that's our person 
Yeah, so this is the the thing. This you know, the blood oh, testing. Yeah, thing. this is very much the thing. Um, it, you know, there's nothing much to say. One by one, they take the scat uh, and plot twist. Delilah, who is the worst, yeah. she at this point gets revealed to be uh, an alien. Yeah, so the, the thing I don't get about all this, right, mm. is that, right, okay, they all get the scats and they know what it does. Mm. And so then uh, Frodo starts having a fucking freak out. like a, like a He's tweaking, cracking. man. Let him tweak. He's twe- yeah, he's tweaking. Uh, they seem really trigger happy as well. They're like, oh, like the fucking, uh, the jock grabs the gun straight away. And yeah. He's like, oh, I'm just going to fucking blow. And it's like, fucking chill. Um, but then what I don't get is, is that Mary Beth Louise Hutchinson <laughs> and Delilah are in the same room. Does Delilah not know that Mary Beth is the queen? Um, I guess she does. You would think she, you would think she does. So you're kind of now wondering a little bit why... Uh, when Delilah knowingly now takes some of that scat shit, she um, like all the fucking things go around in her face, and she starts. She doesn't die from it. No, she just gets a little ripply face. Yeah, because it doesn't go into her eyeball, I guess. Yeah, and so you kind of a bit like, mm, I wonder how effective that is. But then you kind of see um, Mary Beth Louise Hutchinson take her stuff. Do you have then, do you see her but, take it? I know, but then in the reveal at the end when she's like, Well, this is what I did do and she had like fucking like mm. little tentacle fucking little finger go yeah. through and then unravel it and drop down. It's like that seems like that would have been pretty obvious. Yeah, see I thought I thought that every time up until this time, when I thought, Oh, everyone else is high at this point so they mm. probably wouldn't have noticed. But I like it's such a weird thing as well. Like this scat stuff is like so when they reveal kind of like what it's like caffeine pills essentially and just hops you up. It's like and then Elijah Woods like having a real fucking like freak out and it's like, dude, have you never like had like a strong coffee before? Like you know, it's just like he's proper like giddy. Like he's like you know like fucking smoked something <laughs> and you're just a bit like it's it's such a weird thing. It's just like so what else is he's like. Oh uh, yeah, it's mainly caffeine and like household chemicals. And you're like, what? Like fucking toilet duck? Like, <laughs> like you know it's what I mean? Like, I don't really get. Yeah, like what the fuck else are you you putting in this to get this kind of fucking reaction? Yeah. Uh, all yeah. the cocaine, obviously. Oh yeah, household cocaine. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so let's. I mean, let's just rattle through some stuff here because the Delilah run and oh, actually. This scene was really good, and then they broke it up with the scene of the car pulling up out front. And it could mm. have been a really nice long scene that I feel like they broke up um, with... Well, you think it could have been like one big tracking shot? Sort of I thing. mean, not necessarily a tracking shot, but one long, long scene would have been great. Um, I watched mm. Heat the other day. Great. And the scene in the diner... Don't I mean, obviously, it goes without saying, phenomenal scene, one of the best. But it's long. It's a long scene. And yeah. it's shot uh, it, reverse it, shot. The Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. It, it's it's a really it's I don't know seven or eight minutes, but it's like if I'm not suggesting that the faculty is anything like he. If anything, it's more <laughs> like Zootropolis. Um, but they could have had, this scene could have been long and drawn out like the thing, but instead we had to have the car pull up out front. So I'm like, okay, scene, 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 something else. Back to that first scene, and mm. it just felt really jilted. Yeah, I get you. I, like, they didn't have the courage I, to do a long scene. 
<laughs> Robert Rodriguez, you fuck, you coward. Oh, I think we both, well, we both know. If I had to put any money on who made that decision, I'd p- suggest it was the producer whose name we don't speak about anymore. Oh, yeah, maybe. I'd, I don't know, like, how much would have Weinstein had um, a say lot. in this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. But yeah, so they go back to school because uh, Jordana Brewster, Delilah, who's the worst, uh, gets free. <laughs> Uh, they go back to school in the hopes of finding the hive mind. There's a football scene going on where all the oh, while yes. the, the football team, the coach and all that are infecting the opposition. Yes. Like really weirdly, like it's kind of like you don't quite see him, but are they dropping stuff they're, in the helmet? They're putting the stuff in the ears, but it's like, okay, but then why did Selma Hayek get ear fucked if we can just put things in the ear? Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a little bit, uh, you know, Star Trek 2. Yes, I don't know like, what that yeah. means. Oh, you know the bit where they put the fucking earworms in, in the ears? No. Oh, okay. Watch that okay. movie. <laughs> um, so, uh, oh, by the way, at, at the same time as this scene's going on, they're playing um, a version of Another Brick in the Wall by Pink Floyd. Yeah, a real shit version. It is, but there's another movie um, that came out in 1998 called uh, disturbing behavior uh do you know what i think i'm getting confused with disturbing oh, okay so disturbing behavior james marsden moves to a new town where wouldn't you know it all the teens are getting possessed um ah, okay. by someone relatively famous's kind of mind control to make better teenagers and that also uses another brick in the wall because of the hey teacher leave them kids alone scene it's like mm. for, what was it a, these a year apart was this 97 or 98 yeah uh 98. 98 so same year same concept no wonder this got rushed reproduction because someone watched rushes for disturbing behavior and was like we need to get on that movie yeah I mean, there's some good tunes in this they, they, they play some alice cooper in this movie yeah. with some school out and uh what's the other fucking one i'm 18 well i'm 17 but yeah some some good cheers so they get into the school um and uh mary beth louise hutchinson uses up all the scat on the principal because they think that she's the uh the the kind of alpha queen which is annoying again it was so annoying because i'm there going i as the audience member am now ahead of the yeah no, i know what you mean it's like you you've got a chunk of information so you know that they're making a mistake which then is some weird way infuriates you because you can't almost like not saying that you can't put yourself in their seat sort of thing but you're like yeah you know that it's not them so you're wasting it your time. feels like the movie was made hmm. and it started with um the teenagers arriving at school with by the way we've not talked about that epic girl fight right at the start of the film epic girl the two cars crash and these girls just start hammering the living shit out of uh, one another yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, or but if it, the fact that Frodo gets his balls, oh yeah, um, not, not the pole. Um, so uh, it feels like the movie started with that, which would have made sense. So we start with like uh, teenagers arriving at school. No, they can't have more mm. money for the thing. Da, 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 da. The principal turns out to be uh, an alien. Da, 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 da. And someone watched it and went, "No, it takes too long before we see any violence. So we're gonna have an off-screen." Um, uh, possession and a murder that we're going to play off as not really a murder um, because yeah I don't because, know about be, that because I, I, it doesn't I, I make, kind of feel you're right it just doesn't make it's like, like starting Scream by yeah. killing Matthew Lillard and then being like right well maybe Matthew Lillard's the killer it's like no he's not though and that's why Scream works so well because the reveal at the end spoiler alert it's Matthew Lillard um, 
uh, and Ski Ulrich. Um, he's, he's, it's a good mystery, whereas this, there's a constant, no, I'm ahead of the protagonists and I should be behind them or with them. Yeah, I, I, I 100% agree with you. Um, but what I would have thought would have been quite good mm. is somehow, because when they, um, when they shoot her in the head. Shoot her! Shoot her! Um, and then she goes down and there's all that blood pooling mm. around her. It would have, it, like, if Robert Rodriguez wasn't a, such a coward, <laughs> as we've established, if they'd actually just shot the fucking teacher by mistake and then kind of like have to now kind of like maybe be a little bit more wary with their own actions or something like, oh, love, fuck, we just killed the wrong person. Oh, yeah, then they're going to run from the law, but the law's been possessed. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, like, uh, maybe, maybe I'm ruining this movie. No, 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 uh, I, I like it. I like it. There's a really good episode of Buffy where um, one, either she or Faith accidentally stakes a human in the heart. Ah, uh, yes, I, I remember well. And as a kid, I was like, whoa, okay, things just got real. Um, yeah, but that's the thing. I think sometimes you need to, like, because, uh, you know, you can't just go around willy-nilly, like, stabbing people in the heart. <laughs> Not... Not in my America, no. You can't anymore. Like, once upon a time, yeah, it was fine, but not anymore. Um, yeah, so, but did you think as well, like, um, the fact that Mary Beth uh, Louise Hutchinson, mm-hmm. um, when she threw the whole tub on the principal, she was like, ah, this is my way of getting rid of the Yeah, whole it's, it's very nicely um, masked as, uh, as oh, I'm just panicking. But, yeah, it was, it was good... Yeah, I think it gives that le- level of rewatchability mm. uh, because I completely forgot about the ending um, when I watched uh, I watched it ages ago, and then I was like, oh yeah, fucking of course, yeah, she's the fucking thing, and then um, and then rewatching it with you now, like it was like ah, you know, I I spot that now. It's yeah. like so it has that level like of yeah. it. So like and now that you know, you can watch out for those. And even things. Danny Masterson and his friend coming up and be like, hey man, we want to buy some scat. Have you got any more? Yeah, okay, have you got, got any, any more? more? Yeah. Have you got any more? Um, so, because all of the scat's been used up, Josh Hartner has to get to his car, and he mm. gets attacked by Famke Janssen. Yeah, so uh, she gets uh, attacked by Jean Grey, and it's a bit of a weird kind of like... like is there a weird sexual tension between them? Right, yeah. So, yes. My note is, did they bang before the film started? So this is the whole like thing when I was thinking about the condom thing. Mm. It was like there is this weird kind of like especially towards the end of the movie when she's like sitting on the sitting on the stands watching um, Zeke's character. He's now joined the football team. Yeah, you know that's his arc for some fucking weird reason. Yeah, um, which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, but he and then it's just like and then she's there like watching like a sort of like fangirl sort of thing. So you're like, yeah, did they? Did they bang? Yeah, I think I think they did. They certainly do at the end, and like I said, that's her career over. Mm, nice. Um, so, because it's only all right when it's a hot teacher. Yeah, well, he's also he is he is <laughs> repeating his senior year, so that's okay. He's still a student, but I guess of age. Yeah, nice. 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 Um, <laughs> is that South Park joke? <laughs> oh, the teacher's a woman. Nice. nice. Um, but yeah, he grabs the scat. They get into a car crash. They crash the car, and that's where we get our second The Thing moment with the head crawling along to the body. 
Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I don't get it. Like, so what are these fucking things? What what is the the scope of their powers, mm. sort of thing? And you never really quite get explained. It's yeah. like, so so it is. Are these people now just like heads with fucking tentacles, and they're just taking over their body? But then when they so when she reattaches her fucking head, and then is later then cured of this fucking thing. Why is that not a fucking? You know what? How does her body just go back to normal? Yeah, but again, that's what the scarf is for at the end, so you don't have to ask those questions, Affleck. <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck up. Uh, yeah, and then I need. I know we need to rattle along because we're an hour and ten here, but um, so then just it becomes a bit dumb. So they're they're trapped in the high school, and Stan has to yeah. go out to make sure that the football team aren't infected, and then he runs up to them when they're obviously infected. I yeah, they're guess. just all standing there, like with fucking like tentacles coming out of face. It's like, ah, oh, I, I I couldn't see this from like uh, ten meters away. Let me just get right up to you and just make sure. Oh yeah, yeah, no, you're. And then instead of me turning around, I'm just gonna stand here just a little bit too long. It just so I really take this. It in. would make sense if he got converted to that hive mind. Oh, I want to be a better person thing. Because he's got this Ooh. inner journey of I want to be a better person and be smarter, and if he well, if he got drawn into that, I'd be like, oh, okay, you've done that annoying thing in all horror movies where someone does the stupid thing. But I'm with you. I get it. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, Craig. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm joining your hive mind here. Uh, yeah, no, I I like that. Uh, so he tries to go back. They won't let him in until he takes the scat. Wouldn't you know it? Yeah, doesn't take the scat. What a bastard. Um. And so then, mm. can I just say, I found the screenplay online, the original screenplay. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. talk to me. Uh, it starts with Coach Willis, uh, Coach Robert uh-huh. Patrick. Uh, he finds something on the floor and puts it in his pocket. Then right. he goes and finds Mrs. Olsen, who's the librarian. Um, right. And I think it looks like possesses her. And then it's the scene of him walk like uh what do you call him uh P- casey who is originally pacey because he walks first okay. i guess um he when's uh dawson's creek what? oh god nice um <laughs> yeah so he grabs coach grabs the librarian mrs olsen and uh attacks her so it's not the principal and then it we're straight into and these are the teenagers and it all takes place on mm. that one morning so that original concept of the head teacher getting killed is not in the original script. It was absolutely a rewrite. Really? Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, we're in the we're in the high school, and Mary Beth Louise Hutchinson gets revealed to be the bad guy. Yeah. So, so we've obviously mentioned this now, and it's it's a really weird reveal as well because you know she's. As I said, she elaborates into the idea of joining something bigger and you know doing all this, and then she turns into the fucking queen alien from Aliens. Oh. You know what I mean? And it's just like, what the fuck? Hey, Adam, when did you turn into Sigourney Weaver? That's a that's oh, a yeah. line from the film. Yeah. So, oh, do you know what? Like, because we're talking about like you know uh, Claire Deville, she 
this is there's a point in this movie where they start going like right so what's happening and Claire Deville's obviously watched too many fucking movies and she's like well yeah. this is and they make some real reaches don't they they like mm-hmm. well you know in the movies they have a queen you know like there's this thing you know like they, this, this is like a hive mindset like how the fuck do you know like there's no there's been nothing that's indicated any of these fucking things yeah. and you're literally just going yeah fuck it well, let's yeah. go like let's go with it um, and they turn out to be right and then yeah it's just such a uh, it was just such a weird kind of like grasp at what's going on and she gets it wrong as well the question is how did uh, the aliens how did how did they beat the aliens in the original body snatches um, and she says oh they, they didn't the aliens won which of course is it's referencing Donald Sutherland's invasion of the body snatches but in the book the aliens yeah. just go oh man humans won't give up bye and they yeah, just fucking yeah. leave um and I do kind of wonder if it is a slightly, a little bit War of the Worlds uh, kind of you know trope, and the fact that that they were just literally brought down by caffeine. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> instead of like the, the cold, cold, you know what I mean? A cup of joe. Yeah. Uh, so then Elijah Wood becomes the fucking Flash, and outruns <laughs> the entire football team. Yeah, he'd, like he 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 buffer fucking legs it, uh, which he would. Of course. And I, I don't know, like his. You know, we always talk about arcs and stuff like that. And it's like what what his arc is, and you know, he's like the kind of nerd, and he starts getting a little bit more you know, head on things. Mm. And but he, for me, for most of the movies, almost a little bit like a he gets sided by Zeke. Yeah, Josh you know, Hartnett is the main character in this. But is you know, it's, it's a weird thing. It's it's like it's almost like this kind of like back and forth between who's actually the the lead protagonist in this. I movie. tell you, who's not the lead protagonist is Stan, the guy that looks like a sloth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. when it, when he so uh, easily could have been, he's the one that's oh whatever. Um, he's going through the biggest drive of change. Everyone else's change is kind of like oh, I guess you wanted that, but he's actually laid out like no, I'm here and I want to be there. Um, yeah, because you get you, you get this kind of like shitty kind of essentially aliens esque battle at oh, the end yeah. where uh, you know get away from her, you bitch, and um, and then runs through the underling of the the, the bleachers. Like, this, yeah, the, the, the bleachers and traps her in. Uh, just as he's getting infected, he manages to stab the fucking queen and then she disintegrates into whatever. Yeah, not only does and he then... stab her, he throws out a cool guy quip. Oh, what does he say? Guaranteed to jack you up. I stab. Ah, um, this is after the swimming pool scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there's a fucking really cool music video it reminded me of. I can't remember what it's... I want to say it's some French fucking techno shit to where there's, like, some weird aliens in the swimming pool. Um, but I quite like this. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. And I like that we don't see that that's where Stokely gets possessed, but that's where Stokely gets possessed. Yeah, that is. And then you have... Because uh, Zeke pretty much gets taken out in the final battle, mm-hmm. doesn't he? He gets fucking flung over the lockers and yeah. then he's like... Not you know you kind of like you could presume he's dead. You could presume oh, no, no, okay, no, well, no one dead. dies in this film apart from the principal. <laughs> and yeah, so you have that final scene, but now now the ending happens, and um, fucking Frodo's on the front cover of Time magazine, uh, hero or savior or like hoax or whatever fucking, and then there's all these like news crews, and he's now weirdly with Delilah. Delilah is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, like, like what is yeah what's this arc though because they 
they don't have that relationship at the beginning enough for there to be anything and it's only when they're in the faculty lounge that she's like oh do you know what when you're not being a fucking grade A bitch yeah. you're he's right. got pictures of her on a wall and he does sniff her hair um, so I guess <laughs> hero of the 90s yeah but that's the thing it's just such a weird like kind of like oh you were with uh, what's his face uh, Stan Sloth boy, and now you've broken up, and now you're with him. But you're a little mm. bit like, but he's now slightly like cocky, like you know what I mean. It's like when the when the news people turn up, and she's like, oh, the news people are here. She's like, oh, fucking uh, network or local, both. <laughs> and then you're just like, you're like, dude, like, what is your arc? Yeah. What you started out as the fucking nerd, yeah. and you've had this traumatizing fucking battle for your life. And now you're kind of like... Yeah, so there's a few things I want to bring up here. First off, Delilah comes and she's just like, Time Magazine, fucking National Geographic or whatever. And then she drops the the school's newspaper, which is like Hutchinson Weekly or something. After the title (laughs) card one month later. So it's like, it took you four weeks to write about him saving the school? Delilah's the worst. I can imagine... Well, I can imagine that maybe that school's probably been closed for a little while. And four weeks for everyone to come back and act like it's fucking and normal. And for, it's quite ev- quick, for everyone to be chill and for the FBI to be like, no, no, nothing bad here. Um, which is what was said. Um, now, at, at the beginning of this episode, I put a pin in haircuts. Yes. So yes, we've seen Josh Hartnett has now joined the football team. Still smoking, but joined the football team. And he's banging. He's definitely oh, yeah, having a little crafty buzz. Yeah, Man, I used to be like definitely that. definitely banging like, Famke Jansen. Cool. Uh, uh, Sid... Uh, uh, the sloth man god damn i keep forgetting his name sean stan he isn't on the football team but i guess is smart now all right yeah, but he's with clear uh Clint and Bill, she uh, and she's changed you know how she's changed she's dyed her hair blonde oh she died so she's a complete and she's wearing pink yeah it's like stop being who you yeah. are stop being who you but, are wait, 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 and she... start being the end ali sheedy in the breakfast club but isn't that kind of like her thing though? She is pretending to be someone else to like protect. You know, she's pretending to be a lesbian, and then so she for whatever fucking reason. But it's that nineties. Oh, lesbian equals goth. No, 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 no. That's not how that works. Goth equals goth. Lesbian mm. equals lesbian. And those two Venn diagrams can intersect. They don't have to. Um, yeah. Whereas this is like now she's definitely not pretending to be lesbian. So blonde hair um and elijah wood who is with delilah who we know is the worst he <laughs> he now has snakes haircut from the simpsons oh yeah he is full quiff because he's now cool and confident enough to wear his hair just like a badass now with this right so you know people are like oh it's a ho-. there's like how many people at that fucking school how many you know people like who and uh, not only was it the school that's affected it was like some of the town like the police mm. and all this oh like yeah the police and... well that's the thing like the police are um infected so uh, like i don't know the, the scope of this being just localized to the schools like no no the whole town's gone yeah and i assume that even though that things have shriveled up and fucking you know like and the queen fucking does i assume that there's going to be some sort of like residue some sort of fucking evidence ever like the fact that like about a thousand people are all, all can be like yeah you know this fucking shit happens like it just feels really weird that it's almost like it, it's it, it's like you're having like time magazine being like like uh 
fucking superhero or fucking hoax. And you're just like, no, no, I'm pretty sure this would be... I I can't imagine that this is going to be some sort of fucking big clean-up operation. I, the- I am running a risk with what I'm about to say, knowing who you are. <laughs> but I believe that if there are people out there who deny the Holocaust... There are people that <laughs> right. will deny an alien invasion. Yeah, I'm not yeah, saying get... that they are correct. I'm saying people are fucking stupid. I, I like how what you prefixed that with made me feel like you're trying to lead that I denied the Holocaust. <laughs> like I'm some fucking Kanye, fucking Kyrie Irving kind of motherfucker. Well, we've got our end stinger. Um, so that's the end of the movie. Uh, overall, definitely a guilty pleasure. Yeah, I, I I really like the movie um, because it's it is actually like a trash movie. Like it, it's a movie that is up there with it's not up there with Scream, but it's up there with things like uh, I know we did last yeah. summer. You know what I mean? It's like kind of it's good enough to watch and have fun watching it. But and I, and I know there has been a lot of people that have come out. Um, you know, more in recent years, and saying like how good the faculty is, and actually, if you watch it and like break it down, it's actually fucking really stellar. It's really well put together, really well went, written. I would slightly disagree with it. Like, I, I think you you're having a lot of like first time actors. Mm. You're having a lot of like young actors that have not really sort of crafted themselves as established you know stars. And you know, a lot of the acting's wooden. The CGI now looks really fucking dated. Um, the concept's great, but again, it's like an amalgamation of other sort of movies that have come beforehand. Mm. And did it do it better? No. And that's the, and that's the thing. It's, it's definitely an, an homage movie, um, a collective homage movie. Um, but, you know, when we say compared that idea, you know, to The Matrix, The Matrix almost took all those ideas and combined it, made it something itself and, you know, made it better in a way. Yes. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? it, it's, it, it managed to stand on its it own. It took it and evolved it, whereas this was just taking it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Uh, that's this exactly is, it. for me, this is a good movie in the sense of I can sit and enjoy it. It. I can't dissect it again. Uh, I, it'll mm. be a while before I watch it. It's brain popcorn. There's no yeah. suspense because I'm always behind, uh, I'm always ahead of the protagonists. Uh, yes. the gore holds up the directing holds up the acting mostly holds up despite first time um, there's a few scenes of wooden acting especially from Elijah um, Elijah Wood <laughs> thanks uh, but overall yeah it's a competent movie and a really good entry point into kind of alien possession movies yeah I can imagine that because my missus hates horror movies she mm-hmm. hates like being scared and shit like that um, I feel that this could almost be like, hey, like, because I, I managed to get her to watch Aliens nice. uh, not too long ago, and but I thought I'd go in with Aliens rather than Alien. Yeah, because uh, it's an action. Because I thought, yeah, that's it, and it's like, but that's like, oh, this is what they're like, and this is how you know scary it gets, sort of yeah. thing. And then now she's a bit like, oh yeah, I think we ended up watching Alien Three, um, and then I'm going to eventually get her to watch Alien. Cool, uh, which is the horror movie you know what I mean yeah, if you were to yeah, look absolutely. at them and I feel that you're right this could be like a good entry yeah. for someone like her to go like well you know yeah. if you're not into science fiction or um, you know maybe like that kind of like body horror kind of stuff 
then you can watch this sort of teen. Yeah, you can watch this elongated episode of Buffy. Slash, you know, yeah, exactly. That's it. It's just kind of like, yeah, you know, get into it. And then if that stokes the fires, then so be it. But that has been our episode on the faculty. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been Craig. He's been Adam. Uh, if you like what you heard, then please give us a like, give us a subscribe, give us a share. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, Spotify, and we create Guilty Pleasure Cinema. Next week, we will be doing a movie. We have not yet decided what it's going to be. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, there's a few. We, we've got a few in the bag. Which we're gonna rock on. With. Yeah, well, you know, to 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 bring up an old joke, we're gonna do Alien Resurrection. Um, <laughs> but until then, Adam, my friend, it's been a pleasure. It has been a pleasure. Take it easy. We are watching a movie that we are talking about. So sit back and relax, and it's time to talk about it, talk about it. Maybe get some popcorn, or maybe some snacks, because we are watching a movie that we're gonna be talking about.